0: Healing Conversations. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Healing Conversations. Man, it's been a journey. I feel good to be back. Thank you for tuning in. For my new uh listeners, I want you to follow Healing Conversations on Instagram at Healing Conversations Pod. Um, and Go ahead and give us a follow and, you know, let's be a community here. I think one thing with Healing Conversations is more so a community, it's more so a laid-back kind of conversation that um, promotes healing. And specifically for believers, and even if you're not a believer, I think this will help people um, take the right steps in order to heal properly. Um, concerning their life. And and typically, I, I love to encourage people to heal with Jesus because he is the ultimate healer. Um, no matter what you think or what you may face, Jesus can heal all things. And um, I'm just going to dive right into our conversation tonight. And I think this conversation, I don't know how long it's going to how many episodes it will be but this conversation actually has been a conversation that God really has been downloading in me and no matter how much I try to shake it, it still is present and even I kid you not when I was praying about it and seeking the Lord and he you know I'm, I'm listening and I'm writing everything down afterwards I go to YouTube click on the sermon, And the preacher is preaching the exact same thing that the Lord had downloaded to me just from a different scripture. And I mean, he broke it down in a different, differently than I did, but overall, the message was the same. And I think that is just confirmation from the Lord. So I hope you get something from this conversation tonight, and I hope it bless you as much as it did me. And so I kind of want to talk about this thing, this place called the wilderness. And in this place called the wilderness, I feel like I've been there many times and I understand or I know what it's like to be in the wilderness. And I really wanted to talk about what happens in the wilderness and what could possibly happen as a result of being in the wilderness, right? And so if we look in our scriptures in Matthew four, the Bible says that Jesus was led by the spirit into the desert, right? And so um, I think many times when you are in the wilderness and imagine what it, and let me set, paint a picture for you. Imagine a desert, and what's present in a desert, and even if you haven't physically been to the desert in the natural, um, many of us take in geography courses or social studies where we know what life is like in a desert, right? Um, typically, there's nothing there. Um, typically, I mean, you may have, you know, plants and vegetation and things like that. Um, typically, is dry. Typically, it is you know massive, um, and so there are different components. And I'm saying the desert because that's what this particular translation says in the Bible. Um, And I believe I am reading out of the NLT translation, I believe. So don't quote me on that because my granddaddy gave me this Bible and it don't say it on the front. Oh, NIV. I'm doing an NIV version. (laughs) Um, But in this particular passage of scripture, like I said, the Bible said that Jesus, I'm sorry if you can hear me flipping in my Bible, that Jesus was led to the desert, right? And so oftentimes in the wilderness, I feel like Jesus will lead you there. So let me paint this picture of what the wilderness looks like in our natural life. I noticed that when I was in the wilderness, when I felt like I was present in the wilderness, um, everything was dry. Um, Spiritually, I was dry. Um, socially, I was dry. And what I mean by dry is that I felt like nothing was there. Nothing was available, right? And so, In the wilderness, oftentimes when Jesus lead me there, I I know for a fact it is to get my attention. And I noticed that I stopped hanging around my friends a little bit more. Um, I noticed that I started to be isolated a little bit more. And for me, it wasn't me intentionally do it. It just kind of happened. And then I had to sit back and notice, whoa, I'm in a different place right now. And so oftentimes in the wilderness, a lot of people can get a little confused. A lot of people can, um, because they don't understand, what is this thing that I'm in? What is this place? And I don't necessarily think all the time, take this nugget, that the wilderness is a bad thing. And let me say this, the wilderness is not punishment because of what you've done right? The wilderness is a place where you have this, no distractions, everything doesn't look normal. So it kind of requires you to set your affections on Jesus. Um, but in the wilderness, it's a lot to happen, right? And so I even created a, um, uh, a graphic organizer. If you will, not necessarily a graphic organizer, but like um, a cycle of what happens in the wilderness, and and I think is a cycle because when we're in the wilderness, we're in this place where there's nothing. We hear nothing. We see nothing. But then the enemy presents something to us. The enemy oftentimes is in the wilderness as well. Let's go back to Matthew four. When Jesus was in the desert, the enemy was present and he started tempting Jesus three times. And in this particular passage of scripture is say, you know, um, you're, you just got off of this fast, right? So you hungry, turn this bread, turn these stones into bread or the devil, the enemy took Jesus to a holy city and said to him, like, you know, if you, if you, um, and pointed out a temple. And if you say you're the son of God, throw yourself down, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, and and another thing he tempted him, like all of this right here, all of these kingdoms in the world in this splendor, it will be yours, right? But the enemy knows what gets our attention, but it's all about how we respond to him, and I believe I do have some other podcasts out there that kind of talk about this as well. But I feel like I've I've had another um epiphany, if you will, or like the light bulb went off because I just got out of the wilderness. Man, I feel the anointing on that. I just got out of the wilderness. And what happened in the wilderness, when Jesus was in the desert, Jesus knew how to respond. The enemy, what he does is when you're in a place where there's nothing present, he offers you temptation. He then tempt you to do these things. And I I love this passage of scripture because what Jesus did was he just said, listen, hey, I ain't doing that because it is written. He literally responded with the word of God. And man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that perceives out of the mouth of God. And so, what, and that was even in Matthew 4. But I say that to say that when we are in the wilderness, right? Let me tell you what happens in the wilderness. There's nothing there. Like I said, it's a dry place. You don't hear anything. You don't hang out with friends, you become secluded. You may even feel a little depressed. You may even feel a little lonely. So what the enemy does is he takes those feelings and those emotions and present you something that you may like, but it's up to you, which is the wilderness. He presents temptation. So think about this cycle that I'm, I'm going through. So first you start in the wilderness and then the enemy present to you temptation, right? And so it's about how do you respond to this temptation? Because the Bible says that, you know, Jesus was sent there to be tempted. (laughs) And so what makes us think that this perfect man, the greatest man on earth, he was tempted. What makes us think that we won't be tempted, you know? And so um, the enemy knows what we like, what we don't like, and he tempts us. It's about to take this. How do you respond to temptation? Jesus responded with his word. Are you going to stand on God's word or are you going to engage in it? Right. And we know that healing conversations is a podcast where I keep it real. I'm very transparent and I'm open because I want people to know that I'm human, but I also I am deeply in love with Jesus and He is the only way that I'm making it. Right. And so because I am human, I'm flesh. When the enemy tempted me in the wilderness, yeah, at a certain point, I was avoiding it. Like, no, I know that ain't right. I know that ain't what God got for me, what God has for me. But eventually, because I wasn't hearing or seeing or feeling anything, I touched that temptation. And I, I notice myself not responding by using God's word. When I stopped responding, saying, for it is written, when I start responding, saying the Bible says, when I start responding by eating on God's word daily and dying to my flesh daily, I actually started to respond by tampering or touching, that's a better term, the temptation. And oftentimes the enemy present to us when it's temptation, and we touch it. Think about the cycle: wilderness, arrow, temptation, arrow. That temptation oftentimes turn into sin. And so, what I knew deep down inside that that that's temptation, right? I knew how to respond, but because I'm in the wilderness, nobody's in my corner. You know, I did, I I was alone and I had all of these emotions. When I was tempted, I touched it. And then it was sin. And honestly, can I be honest with y'all? Sometimes it felt good. You know what I'm saying? Because, and I'm not even saying physically, but just engaging in the act or engaging in the thing that, that the enemy presented, that was temptation. When I touched it, it was satisfying at some point. And so can we, and and I'm being honest y'all, and we know, and and I'm going to tell you straight up, sin is sometimes pleasurable, right? And that's why we have, that's why you and I have a constant battle with sin because we know it's not the right thing but we still touch it or do it or, you know, engage in or act upon it because it makes us feel a certain way. And that even goes, it boils down to, the Bible says, I'm going to make it plain and simple because I feel like a lot of people's mind will go to a different realm when I say I touched it, but it even goes down, boils down to how did you respond to that person when they responded to you in anger? Do you see what I'm saying? And so the Bible says, be angry and sin not. The Bible also says, love thy neighbor as thyself. How did you respond when your neighbor was not showing a loving spirit? Right. And oftentimes, us as human, we when we get angry, we want to respond out of anger. We maybe want to yell. We may be, heck, some people like to cuss people out. I don't cuss, but you know, like some people, they have to get scratch that that itch. You know, and so how do you respond to those temptations around you? and the way you respond, it may it will if it's a if it's not a godly response, it leads to sin. So think about my cycle, the wilderness, Jesus leads you there, but there's nobody there with you. So the enemy becomes present when the enemy is there. He tempts you. He tempted me. What did I do? I acted upon the temptation, and then that temptation, Jesus, turned into sin. And so, oftentimes, here's the cycle. And I think this podcast is about to be over. <laughs> but oftentimes, in sin, after I've done the, the the deed, right? After I've done it, then guess what comes next? Shame and condemnation. Do you see the cycle? So you're led in the wilderness. You're tempted. You're acting upon sin, and now I am shameful, and I am being I'm condemning myself because I know what I did wasn't right, but I didn't know how to die to myself. I didn't know how to die to my flesh. So now I'm beating myself up over and over again, like I shouldn't have done it. I knew better. I'm not worthy enough. You know, then you may become insecure or you may become just like shameful and condemned. But after you get out of that condemnation, guess what? It's a constant cycle. And what happens when temptation, sin, condemnation, when it's a cycle and it happens over and over and over? The Bible tells us that the wages, of sin is death. And I don't want to scare you off or anything, but this podcast this season is going to be about truth because I've come to a realization that I cannot live my life full of, you know, these things that JD desire, Jesus. I have to live my life according to God's word and stand firm and stand strong on it because when I'm hit, if I responded to sin and it's a cycle over and over again. The wages of sin is death. You got to pay a price for what you've done, Jesus. However, let me not scare you off because you're human. You going to fall. You will mess up. And I don't care who you are, what you do, what your title is, what your status is. There's going to be a season or a time or a moment where you may slip, you may fall. But that's why God said, my grace, Jesus, is sufficient right? And so, hello, that's why you need Jesus. Jesus. That's why you need Jesus. God, I'm in the wilderness. I'm in this low place. I'm in what I call like this place that, 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 that I don't understand. The wilderness is oftentimes You don't understand because sometimes you've never been there and there's nothing there, right? You may feel empty. You may feel this void. You may feel insecure. You may feel lonely. You may feel depressed. You may feel dark. The list goes on. But it's about how do you respond in the wilderness? And because oftentimes I responded to the temptation and the sin and it was a cycle over and over, and I kept putting myself in it, I had to change my thinking like, okay. I'm in the wilderness because God wants me to do something. I'm in the wilderness because God is trying to get my attention. I'm in the wilderness. Ooh, this is a good one. Write this down because God is protecting me. Oftentimes the Lord will separate you from things that are hurting you. Even when you don't realize it. So it's all about how you respond In the wilderness, and my response started to change. My response started to be Jesus, you know what? This is hard, but I'm going to do this for you. Jesus, I love you so much. Thank you for pulling me away from the things that I desired in my heart that in the end will hurt me. What we don't realize as humans is that God would never do anything to hurt us. If He were, He would have never died for us. Jesus. So God would never put you in a position, a situation, a place that's going to hurt you in the end. So I noticed that when I'm in the wilderness, the Lord is doing multiple things. One, knocking at my door. Hey, bro, I'm trying to get your attention. You're my son and I love you and I don't want you to keep falling. And two, not only is he trying to get my attention but he wants to do something different. And I have to be open to that. And I'm not going to lie. And I kid you not, and tears are rolling down my face right now. Because when I was in the wilderness, that's where I fell in love with Jesus the most. Because when the enemy tried to tempt me, when when I was full of shame, when I was full of condemnation, Jesus still was present. Jesus still said, come unto me. Jesus still said, lay your your cares on me. Jesus still said, even at my lowest, y'all, when I was so low and down and beat down and heartbroken and just, you know, in this cycle, Jesus didn't stand above me and waited till I got off the ground and waited till I got up from falling. Jesus fell with me. He was right there with me. And so I learned that in this wilderness, my perception had to change. My thinking had to shift. And so I want to encourage you that if you're experiencing this place where you may feel secluded, and I feel like um, even some college students tonight may feel secluded, may feel like they're in a different space I'm going to encourage you to change your perspective and don't look at it as a bad thing, because what the Lord does is he pull you out of what you're comfortable of. Jesus, he pull you out of your your comfortable state, the things that you're used to, the things that are common, because he wants you to feel uncomfortable to realize how much you need him. And I think the Lord just wanted to get my attention like, hey, I love you. And I've experienced God love the most (laughs) while I was in the wilderness, while I was carrying sin, while I was touching sin, while I was bathing in sin, while I was basking in sin, the Lord still found me. The Lord still loved me. But you want to know the beautiful thing of it all? Two things. One, (laughs) he's the one that led me there. So number two, therefore, he knew that this would happen. (laughs) How beautiful is that? That the Lord will lead you there. He know that this is going to happen, but it's for your good. The Bible says that all things work together for your good. And so what I, I I just picture it in that aspect. Nothing is a coincidence. Like this is actually working out for my good. And I didn't realize, and I told y'all I'm about to end this podcast now, but I um, didn't realize how long I was in the wilderness. You see what I'm saying? And, and I'm gonna be transparent with y'all. What I did in the wilderness, hey, I'm telling you, like the TikTok said, boy, we had a time last night and it wasn't a holy convention time, Jesus. <laughs> and so in the wilderness, I was doing things and doing things and acting upon things and responding way. And I started to notice, hey, you started to become full of self. When, when have you allotted time for Jesus? Have you talked to him? Have you tried to get his attention? Or actually, have you listened because he's trying to get your your attention? Because then I say sometimes the Lord will pull you out because he wants your attention. So it's all about the way you respond. And hopefully next week, I get to talk about the cycle of temptation a little more. I I really want to dig deep into temptation and what that's like. And, um, not, not what that feels like, but how do you respond to temptation so that you do not stay in this constant cycle of the wilderness, temptation, sin, shame, condemnation over and over again? The wilderness, temptation, sin, shame, condemnation. T- 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 think about that. The wilderness, <laughs> temptation, sin and condemnation. And so I, I, before I close this podcast, as I do always, that's not changing. Um, I want to pray for someone who's in the wilderness right now. Uh, Lord, I pray for the person who's on the other end of this podcast, listening to me in this podcast, Lord. And Father, would you respond to them? Would you hear them and hear their cry, Jesus, and Father, I pray that every piece of shame and condemnation, that that heavy burden that may rest on them, could you take it off of them, please? Because you're able to do the exceedingly, be abundantly, and above all. So Jesus, would you hear our prayer? Those that are praying to get out of the wilderness, those that are praying for help, and those that don't even know how to respond while they're in the wilderness, can you help them, Jesus? Father, I'm praying that you help them. But most importantly, I'm praying that you heal them. May this podcast heal many people on the other end. I love you, family. Oh, in Jesus' name, <laughs> amen. I love you. all That's how you know I just be talking to Jesus when I pray, because I'd be like, all right, God, we got it. We good. All right, I love you. Bye. <laughs> but um, I just want to say, I hope this podcast bless you. Um, and I, I do believe that we're going to dig a little deeper into this this cycle of the wilderness but your first step is to identify am i in the wilderness or not how am i responding while i'm here hey like i said family reach out um healing be heal, or healing conversations pod pod is our instagram go up there you know dm us and talk to us whatever you want to do We're here to help you go on this healing journey. Um, And I'm saying we, because I do have people that I want to have on this podcast this season. Of course, in addition to that, I am submitted to Holy Spirit. And so we are a team. Jesus left him because we need him. (laughs) And so may, may the Holy Spirit minister to your heart and your soul tonight. In the name of Jesus. All right, family, I love y'all. I know my podcast is a little laid back today, but I think this season is gonna be really about just having conversations. I'm not gonna be hooping and hollering and yelling at y'all because I want y'all to really, you know, feel like we're having this conversation together. I love y'all for real. I keep saying that, but um, may the Lord bless you beyond measure. Take care. Peace. Welcome to healing conversations healing conversations healing conversations